Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. The Gate of Pain by Robert Bainham When I opened my eyes after the splash, a new world lay before me. I saw trees, valleys, plains of pure white sand, green meadows of grass, blue bushes, and a host of fish, angelfish in iridescent blues, groupers, and sergeant fish with zebra stripes. And none of them seemed afraid of me. They swam close as though I belonged there. And that's how I felt, for with my scuba gear I was no longer a prisoner of gravity. I was perfectly balanced with seven pounds of weight fastened to my weight belt. I could stand on my head or lie on my side with no effort at all. I could go up, down, or sideways with equal ease. At first I was afraid to go very deep, so for about a half hour I paddled around near the surface. I swam under the boat. I watched my bubbles dance merrily to the surface as though they were musical notes. Everything was silent except for the sound of my breathing. After 45 minutes of paddling near the surface, my confidence increased and I began to dive 10 and 15 feet down. The colors that seemed so pretty from the top became even more vivid, so I went deeper. When I got down about 30 feet, I wanted to pick one of the beautiful lavender blue bushes, so I put my feet on the bottom. I tried to walk, but I was like a man on the moon. I would take a step and bounce, because I no longer had weight. So I went topside and put one more pound of weight onto my weight belt. I went back again, broke off that bush, and brought it up. Underneath the water it appeared to be two feet wide by three feet high, but when I got it up and handed it to the people in the boat, it turned out to be one-third that size. The clear water had acted as a magnifying glass. I was disappointed, so I dived again, thirty-three feet this time. Suddenly I began feeling pain in my ears, tremendous pain. I realized I was in the gate of pain, as divers call that terrible sensation when the ears begin to hurt. For every foot a diver goes underwater, 65 pounds of additional pressure hit the body. Eardrums are very sensitive and may burst under even slight change of pressure. So divers must equalize this pressure change by swallowing or by snorting in their mask. Somewhere on the way down I had forgotten this rule. Now I was standing on the bottom. I was so close to getting the beautiful piece of coral I'd come for, and all I had to do was bend my head down one more foot. But I was in the gate of pain, and going down even one more foot would be breaking a rule. I was supposed to paddle toward the surface a few feet, thus reducing the pressure, then blow through my nose and clear my ears so the pressure would equalize. After that, I could go on, deeper. Carelessly, I said to myself, I have only one more foot. It won't matter this time. So I stooped over, and it happened. I heard a sound like a hissing in my ear. It seemed as though it lasted a full minute. Then cold water hit my inner ear. I became dizzy, dropped the tool with which I was breaking off the coral, released that extra one-pound weight, and started topside as fast as I could go. Then I remembered. I was breaking another rule. People who surface too fast have died. The compressed air in a diver's lungs is under great pressure, and if the diver comes up even five or six feet without exhaling, that air in their lungs, which is expanding for every foot they come up, will rupture the small blood vessels, and they may drown in their own blood. 
I must slow down and breathe out. Up I paddled, slowly now, exhaling the whole time. I came to the side of the boat, and friendly hands pulled me aboard. I was dizzy for fifteen or twenty minutes, and my ear hurt. That evening I visited a doctor, and he told me that I had put a hole in my eardrum the size of a pinpoint. I came home from that vacation with a new perspective, and not just of the underwater world. I realized how many times in life we get into the gate of pain or the gate of temptation. We know something is wrong, yet we won't back up. While diving, I learned that if we will just take time, when we are tempted, to back up a bit and study the situation, take time for the pressure of good angels to offset the pressure of bad angels and equalize the situation, we will keep ourselves out of a lot of trouble. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.